You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 290. Today's case study of the week tracks the progress of 365 days of growing a profitable membership. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 3 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What is up, my digital CEOs? How are we doing? Welcome to a Wednesday edition here on the Mind Your Business podcast, where I love to introduce you to extraordinary entrepreneurs who are up to extraordinary things. Today is no exception. I'm bringing you my good friend, Tracy Harris. Now, Tracy is the CEO of the Moms with Hustle online community and education platform for moms in business. She's creator of the online Instagram course, hashtag hustle, and founder of the Online Marketing Academy, the Social Method Society. Now, she's a mom herself. She's got two kids under the age of five. And as an entrepreneur, she is fiercely dedicated to supporting big-hearted women who want to design their life first and their business second. And she does this by helping entrepreneurs like you harness the superpower that is the gram, the Instagram, that is. And it was... A year ago, almost exactly, from the date that we recorded this episode, did this interview, when she had the idea to start and launch a membership. So this is a really cool interview because you're going to get to meet Tracy and really backtrack the progress, what worked, what didn't, the lessons learned, the growth and the results of one full year of starting, launching and growing a membership. It's really exciting too, because as entrepreneurs, we have so much opportunity like right in front of us and so much can happen, especially online so fast. And a year isn't really a lot of time, you know, but so much can happen in a year. So much that can change the entire trajectory of your life. And that's why I think this is such a significant episode to listen to. So Let's just dive right in and play that interview with Tracy Harris right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with my dear friend, Tracy Harris. Tracy, how are you doing? I'm so good. It's amazing to catch up again. How are you? Very good. And it is amazing to catch up. I'm also like, this is crazy that you just told me before the show, it's been just about a year. Give or take, is it like exactly a year since we talked about you having this idea of launching a membership seriously exactly a year like wow. this week a year oh ago Oh my goodness that's crazy <laughs> i mean i remember when i was where i was standing when i was talking to you guys and it was an idea for this membership it's now been a year and uh, i yeah. think it would be a great conversation to have of what has happened in that last year uh, let's start at the beginning so so we talked and carl was with us and mm-hmm. um I think he was, was he, if I recall correctly, he was a bit of the perfectionist. Like, was he the one that was kind of resisting? Like, it's got to be all perfect before we 
put it out there. Is that? Am oh I- my gosh, James. Yes. I love your memory. So yes, that was him. And like, He's going to hate have... us when he hears this episode. <laughs> I have like major perfection. I'm a recovering perfectionist. Mm. Like I've been doing a lot of the inner work, but I think for him, he was still very much like, yeah, still very much on the perfection train, especially when it comes to customer journey and customer experience, Mm -hmm. everything that he had learned, like in his corporate career had really like, I don't know, it was still very much taking a grip on him (laughs) and bringing that energy into now himself being an entrepreneur. And so we had this idea for this membership and we wanted to build it out. And I just remember sitting there with you and you're just like, so just do it. Just do it. Like, <laughs> it's easy. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just launch it. And then we were like, oh, but we don't have any content in there. Oh, but we haven't nutted out the customer journey or the onboarding process. Or like we literally had zero content. Yeah. And then, yeah, we just, we did. We decided just to... Just do it, as James says. You you followed the monetize before you make it. You launched it, mm-hmm. and um, you got some good results right off the yeah. Game. So we launched using what I call is my social method, and that really is primarily just utilizing Instagram to its full potential. So mainly Instagram stories um, was what I kind of lent on. Mm. There was no webinar. There was no like freebie. There was no funnel of any sorts. I just jumped on and I did a set of four Instagram stories clips and let my audience know that I was going to launch a membership and let me know if you want to be part of it. And it was very much a beta being completely transparent that I didn't know exactly what this thing was to become. It was for people that wanted to be fairly progressive and just jump in and help us build out this membership. So 308 amazing women joined in four days. Now, what were your goals? 100 was my like big, ballsy, hairy, scary goal. Wow. Because James, I feared success. I was like, I was terrified. I was just like, well, what if heaps of people join? Yeah. And I remember speaking to some of the coaches, Coach Nikki in particular, inside of Next Level about that fear. And we kind of just unpacked that a bit in a coaching session. And I was just like, yeah, I'm 100% fearing it going well. I know some people fear things failing, but I was fearing it going well and then letting people down. Mm. I've since learned a lot about myself and like my personality type and my core desires on a like soul level. And I just want to be seen as good. Like I just want to have an impact in this world. I don't want to let anyone down. Like, oh, so that, that thought to me, that was the pain. That's where the fear was coming from. But did once you, I knew that, I could work through it. Did you let any one of these 308 members down? <sighs> oh, look, I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me cry. They didn't, they weren't all let down. There were probably no. a good majority of them that are, uh, have said nothing but amazing things about you and your membership. Honestly, even when people leave sometimes, because it is a membership and that's another part of the mindset that people need to get really comfortable with very quickly is if it's a membership and people can leave at any time, then people do leave. So how are you going to handle that? Like you've got to get a grip on that stuff and not take it personally. But every single person 
to date has left with the kindest, Hmm. most loving words. And a lot of them actually return. Um, They come back. Um, So just can you imagine if you just sat in that toxic energy of like making up stories in your head as to why people may leave. No one likes me. I'm not good. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, number one, you'd probably wouldn't survive having a membership for a really long time. Not for a year. Definitely not for a year. (laughs) Well, why don't you, uh, let's get into a little bit more details here. So first of all, what was the starting price for these beta founding members? It was $49 per month Mm or $490 for the 12 months. So they would get 12 months for the price of 10. Yeah, good. And uh, what, you haven't actually specifically told us what is the promise of the membership? Who's it for? The promise of the membership is for female entrepreneurs wanting to leverage the full power of Instagram as part of an entire digital marketing strategy. So I couldn't so, use this. Sorry, Jane. <laughs> I'll Look, just I, give you some Instagram tips on this on the slide. Right, right, right. I just, you know, I just want to say something because I hear this all the time. It's like this is like for female entrepreneurs. I'm like, but I might want to benefit from it too. <laughs> you know, yes, like, it's I know it's female only Instagram. But that's because yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I get it. Most of your audience is going to be female, anyways. So okay, cool, got it. Mm-hmm. Is it still forty nine <laughs> a month? No, it's not. So we've had several price increases Mm. since then. I think at one stage it did go to like $57 or $54 a month. And then there was like a $63 a month price point. And now we're at $69 a month. Awesome. We may want to dive into some of those price increases in a moment. But I think it's also worth noting that at this time of launching the membership, you had other products, offers, and projects on the table. Yeah. You want to talk a about... A year ago. Yeah, a year well, ago. Yes. So just before launching the membership, I had an Instagram course, and I still have this course, but I was launching it uh, one to two times a year at that point. So I had that course. Mm-hmm. I had an Instagram audit service, which did so well, like as we grew and, and as we were trying to scale it, like myself and another person on my team, like we would literally look at people's Instagram accounts and give like the deepest dive into their Instagram strategy with suggestions for improvement and strategy and all of that stuff. So we had that service as well. I was doing elite coaching that was priced at about $2,000 per hour for a one-on-one with me. What else did I have? I had several eBooks, James. Some of them were Instagram related. And another one was about goal setting for your best year yet in business. And I think that's about it. So yeah, there are several things happening there. And then of course we wanted to launch this membership. So there was a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot. And you reminded me of this, but apparently I told you to just put everything else <laughs> to the side. Yeah, you did. You were just like, well, what if you just cut everything off, even though it's working, like all of them were validated, all of them were selling out like hotcakes. And you were like, well, what if you just cut them all out and just focused on the membership? And Mm. we were like, what? That, That was like crazy. But as soon as you said it, it also felt really good. So intuitively, my heart leapt 
when you said those words. I was like, even, and then of course, instantly the fear kicks in and like my rational brain is like, oh, but this, this income stream is making this much and like blah, blah, blah. And what if, or how long is it going to take for the membership to suddenly start making the same revenue as like whatever. And I was just like, no, no, no. The monkey mind has to be quiet. I'm just going <laughs> to go with the gut. Cause when you said it, it felt really good. So I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. Like, let's just be what some would say reckless. Yep. So that's what we did. And I just let everyone know that, yeah, those services are no longer going to be available and we're just going full heart and soul into the membership and our members. And it's going to be the only way that you kind of work with me. And I think that also helped us to get that, that initial response with the 308 members because it was, and it still is, the only way that people can work with me. So, for the, so from the moment you launched that membership, you made that decision, nothing else. This is it. May I ask about how fast, roughly, were you able to, like, you did, were you able to replace the, the revenue from all those other? Oh, yeah. And, and, and way more. And it's just, I don't know, it was honestly like the best decision because I could give my full heart and all of my intention and so yeah. could Carl and so could everybody on our team. It was just laser focused. So how, how fast though did, did you uh, replace it, the old revenue, roughly? I mean, Well, we never had recurring revenue before. Yeah. So instantly we went from zero to about 15K per month recurring revenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so technically you could almost make an argument that like right away. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like right away. Like that's crazy. And so, you know, we've, as we've launched more, we've continued to have more growth and like, I do still have my Instagram course there and it's now been like just recently been updated. So I'm going to get that back out there, but I feel really good about it. Cause you talk about getting what, getting your offers to maximum impact and we're like definitely well and truly there with the social method society. So now we're like, okay, cool. Let's focus our energies now on scaling the course and helping more people attract their soulmate clients on Instagram, mm-hmm. because that really complements everything that people learn in the membership too. Yeah. So, um, you told me you've launched, so you did that initial launch and then you launched three additional times over the last 12 months. Take me through mm-hmm. any of that, like, if you want to share like where you're at in terms of members today, like how much has it grown? What are some of the like, what have been some of your challenges and your lessons? Like kind of take us through that, that whole year in review if you can. Yeah. Okay. Well, first and foremost, we are tribers. So we've done Stu McLaren's tribe. And so, you know, anyone that's familiar with Stu and that program, you'll be familiar with the term, the success path. So we created our own success path, but again, we had to embrace progress over perfection and just get it out there and be willing to change that success path or evolve it over time. So don't get so attached to this thing that you've made once and expect for it to like never change or never evolve. So we've had probably, probably changed our success path, just subtle little shifts Mm -hmm. twice since launching that first time. So that's the first thing. What else has happened? I guess when people leave, like realizing 
oh, like that can sting a bit. And you do wonder like, oh, no, why why is someone leaving? But Mm -hmm. it's never about you. It's always about them. And so one of my core values is just love and serving people in a way that they would never expect. So when people leave, we still like, even if they leave and they've got 10 days left inside of the membership, we try to help them get a win in their 10 days. Mm. And we send them off with the best of luck and the you know best of intentions and loads of love. And like I said, quite often they come back when they're in the right time and place. So don't get too attached to the idea of people never leaving. That would be another thing. At the moment, we're at 720 members. That's amazing. Yeah. And I just love them dearly. And a lot of those people are still founding members. That's another thing to note as well. Like just love your founding members. They have all been grandfathered in at that initial price. Whenever you join, you're grandfathered in. So whether you came in at the 50 $53 mark or, you know, the $69 mark, like you will always get that pricing. So look after look after all of your members and your founding members too. What else do I want to say? Oh, I've experimented with a couple of other launches. Mm-hmm. So like that was fun. Like just keep experimenting, keep playing, have fun. So in November, I launched with like a two-part video series. Just experimented with that. And what else? Oh, and then I've done a webinar. I've done a webinar launch twice just so that I could do the same type of launch twice and then have some data to compare and see how that's going. So that's very exciting now. We're like, actually at the moment, we're doing a bit of a launch debrief Uh and checking out to see how did that webinar launch go this time compared to the previous time and just always looking at opportunities for growth, opportunities to have a bigger impact. Because you just wrapped up a few weeks ago? Yeah, four weeks ago. Yeah, awesome. And so you did a webinar on this on this last one. Yep. Are you yep. preferring the webinars? Are you liking it? How's that going for you? Mm, I do love it because I'm teaching. Like I'm just in my element and I just love I just love doing my thing. I love the energy of people being there live. So it feels very natural to me. I also just it's just very personable. Um, so I love being there for a live webinar. There's nothing quite like it. Yeah. But I don't believe that I need to do a webinar to get like the best, I guess, results. I don't believe that. No, because it's not about the fancy launch and like pulling out all of the things that you're supposed to do. It's about just doing what feels good to you. Like, I can launch in a real simple way as well, just utilizing Instagram. I know that. I've done that before. So don't get like, for me, I just try to not get too attached to the outcome of a webinar launch or any other launch that I may do in the future, whether it's a challenge or a video series. I have to keep having fun. For me, Mm. I'm just like, how can I make this fun? (laughs) Good. That's awesome. Um, And then you kind of made up a launch. It's a two-part video series. Yeah, what if, I just did that. W- w- yeah. <laughs> Can you kind of take us through, like, what it, what does that look like? Yeah, so I just recorded two, they were longer Instagram lessons, about 40 minutes to an hour long, and they were, were they pre-recorded. Like, was it like live view on camera, or was it like a PowerPoint video? 
Oh, it was me on camera, face to camera, no slides. Yeah. Just, Talk yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like doing my thing. And I just went through like, I guess, what's working now on Instagram, what's mm. not working and what's working now and for the next six months on Instagram. And so I kind of just taught that over two videos. And obviously from video one, I kind of teased what was coming up in lesson two and that was it. I think that was like a four-day launch or a five-day launch wow. again. And the videos were just delivered via email. So they'd get a link, they'd click on the link, the video would open up. And, and then they'd get wham. another one in a few days or something like that? Yes. And at the end of that second video, like it went into, I guess, this the invitation to join the Social Method Society and some case studies and testimonials and things like that. But that was nice. That was my first go of not teaching live. I do have to say I do prefer being there live. Mm-hmm. You can kind of feel the energy and connection of, of your audience. Yes. Even though people write back and they're like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. But I get filled up from their energy. And I love being able to answer their questions, like hang around at the end for a Q&A. Yeah. yeah. Well, what would you say is a great tip or lesson you've learned for both attracting new members into your membership and retaining members? Ooh, I'm going to have to like have a think for a second. (laughs) Attracting new members. I think just always have a wait list going. Mm. So that's one thing. And always let people know that you do have a membership, like even when it's closed, because this membership isn't open all of the time, but I'm constantly celebrating my member success stories on Instagram and on my podcast. So just like letting people know what's happening behind the scenes in my business that, you know, I just did a live training inside of my membership and, or or celebrating member success stories. I'm just massive on that. So people, it stays front of mind for people and grow that wait list. That's like, a massive thing. I think that's a great, <laughs> great tip for you to share. And I'm glad you brought that up because this is like selling when you're not selling. This is like talking about your membership when you're not launching. You know, how can we find ways to continually keep our products top of mind, show them yeah. a little sneak peek of what our members are doing, what results they're getting, and getting them ready for that next launch or sending them to that wait list. I think as a fantastic, really simple thing that anybody could be doing. I think a lot of people have like this fear of selling because they think selling is just this thing you do right there at the end. And it's like, you know, if you've been talking about it this whole time, then by the time you get ready to sell, they're already ready to buy. They're like, okay, so when are you opening the membership? You've been talking about it for six months. Let's go. Right. So I know. So I've got people, I've got DMs right now that from people that are like, when is it opening again? Because I'll like, like I said, I'll jump on my Instagram stories. I'll do some behind the scenes of my own business. And sometimes that behind the scenes clip involves something to do with my membership or an event that we've got coming up or something or member sharing member wins on a Friday. So people do know that I have a membership, but again, my podcast, I regularly feature my members on my podcast and give them the platform to celebrate their success too. So that's another way that people know that the membership exists. Wait, this is a genius idea. Are you saying get your customers on your podcast and wait, hold on, interview them 
on the podcast? It's yes, it's brilliant. You should do that. I'm totally gonna do that. Oh my goodness. Oh, Tracy, so you are a genius. No, I love I know. <laughs> this is great. What is the name of your podcast, by the way? Let's give your podcast. The, mom, the Mums with Hustle podcast. The Mums, the Mums with Hustle. Is yes. it, it M U M S? Oh, yeah, M U M S. Yeah. Because yeah. we're doing the Mama Hustle, you know? Yeah. We got to do the nap time hustle, too. It's like, the, it's the hustle. Oh, my shuffle. gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, it's not the it's not the cringe hustle of like never stop working. It's not that hustle. It's like more of the juggle or like how are we doing yeah. it? Because I don't know, for a lot of mamas out there, they will totally relate to this. But so much of my business was like built in 20 minute chunks. Like, whenever my wow. son would fall asleep, I just had to know what to do and not procrastinate like there was no time to waste there's no time for fear to kick in it's just like okay he's down he's a terrible sleeper i probably have 20 minutes from now this is what i'm gonna do um you know what let's 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 talk about this let's go a little deeper with this because you know one of the things i love about my journey is that i've struggled with so much you know the self-sabotage the doubts the fears the everything but something and 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 i i really honor that journey for me because when people come to me, like when you guys came to me with kind of like, it's not perfect. I'm like, yeah, I've dealt with that. So I know how I got through that. And now I can help you. The experience that I had allows me to help others. However, I've never been a mom and I never will be a mother. And I see my sister, you know, she just had her second and I see how challenging it can be. And look, we have a lot of moms already in business by design, a lot of mom entrepreneurs And the first thing I do want to say is these moms, like you, have proven that it's possible. And that's really exciting. But how? (laughs) (laughs) Like, how do you do it? I Oh, my goodness. How do you do it? How do you do it? Like, seriously, because my sister, she lives only like seven minutes away. And she is so grateful when I come over because now that she's got two... Like I preoccupy one of them and that gives her just a little bit of breathing room. And Oh, and you're so nice, James. And Keep I'm, going over. But here's the thing. I am exhausted after like 45 minutes. I'm like, mm-hmm. and, and when my sister, I don't know if I ever said this on the podcast, but when she had her second, when she was in the hospital that day, she left you and her three-year-old with me and he was with me for five or six hours. And I think it was a week before I could fully recover from that six hours. You had a hangover, a parenting oh my hangover. Goodness. And I just like, I don't know how you do it. Now you said 20 minute increments, but tell us more. Like for someone out there who's a mom at any age, but you're, you know, young mom, new mom, whatever, but you're starting a business. Time becomes a factor. Energy becomes a factor. Focus becomes a factor. Distract. Risk. 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 You feel everything. It's like, ah. How did you do it? How did you do it? Well, at the same time as doing it in these early days, so I've been in business. Next month is four years mm-hmm. that we've been in business. And at that time, when I first started, I was actually seeing a psychologist like fortnightly. I had severe anxiety, mild depression, and acute stress from a horrible return to work after having my first son. So, so, so that was really well, difficult. Let me let me get some timelines here. So, how old is your son now? How long ago was this? He's five and a half. Okay, now. so you were in a in corporate life. What what was your job? If you don't mind, I was an I was an executive primary teacher. Okay, so, yeah. And you did your uh, 
leave, whatever that's called. Yeah, maternity leave. Maternity leave. Gosh, I'm so good with these terms. Such a guy. Okay, you did your maternity leave. You came back and did the anxiety and all this stuff set in immediately? Like, when did that start? kind of coming up uh look i just got the vibes because i was in leadership i just got the vibes even when i was in pregnant or when i was all like when i was pregnant that it was going to be challenging yeah and not feeling super supported just feeling i've since learned that there's a term called the maternal wall and it's like when there's unconscious bias in the workplace towards women that return like there's just like beliefs about mothers and returning mothers when they come to work beliefs that people don't even know that they have the nicest people just have these limiting beliefs about working moms and things like that so anyway, what, kind of, be- what back- kind of beliefs so just so we get we're not beating around the bush like oh you um, can't you're not as productive or something like yes 100 percent. you're not as productive you're not as committed you must be distracted your heart, yeah, your heart just isn't in it as much. Like, mm. are you, like, really present? Like, all of those questions. Meanwhile, I was feeling like work was a breeze because, like you said, when you're with your nephew, the mental space that it takes yeah. <laughs> to look after a child, like, yeah. I felt like work was a breeze for me. I was like, woo winning at life. Wow. I love it. Yeah. I get to have a cup of tea from start to finish. I get to go to the toilet whenever I want (laughs) and I get to use parts of my brain that I haven't used in a while. And like my brain was on fire. I loved it. Mm. So then to hear the rumblings of people that are just assuming that it must be the opposite, uh, that's very, very hurtful and very rough and all just, just biases. And it was it more of that that was causing the anxiety yeah and like it's you were because like, like what i'm hearing is like you were enjoying work I was loving it. but it was yeah. like the environment wasn't really what your cup of tea was anymore okay so yeah when did you how did you what went through your mind when you decided to jump ship did you start a business before or did you just say screw it i'm out i started building so mums with hustle originally was an online community I I just started my podcast from day one. I started my podcast and I knew I needed a traffic source. And so I jumped on Instagram. I was like, this thing's going to take off. Mm -hmm. Instagram is where it's at. And I'm just going to jump on Instagram. And you were still years ago. Were you still working at this time? I was, I was still, I was, I was on maternity leave at this, at this stage. Yeah. And I knew I wanted to start some sort of online business I had no idea what it would be. I would just start it. I was like, whatever, I'll just start by building an audience and building a community and I'll start this podcast. And as I figure out, I guess what my, how I would monetize in my business, then I can kind of document that kind of like a podcast vlog style situation. Mm -hmm. Cause there would be other mothers that are just like me starting businesses. And I will just, if I can just teach back one thing, or if we can all just go through this shared experience of motherhood and creating a business, like having a startup, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> so I just started there. I had no idea. I kind of knew I wanted it to be an online digital product of some sort, not a physical e-commerce style of business, but I didn't know. I was like, oh, maybe I'll go down like the fitness, like health and wellness vibe. I had some experience blogging for Lorna Jane. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No? Mm -mm. No? 
Oh, oh. you need to look her up because she's she's awesome. So Lana? she's an Lana Lorna L O R N A. Wait, that need, that sounds familiar. I'm gonna have to get back to you on that. That sounds very well. Familiar. She's probably got a store in Laguna because she's everywhere. So it's fitness, it's active wear and fitness apparel for women. Oh yeah, I probably have a few. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I go there all the time. Yes. <laughs> of course, I know her. Uh, but um, yeah, so I did a little bit like. I won an online ambassadorship um, for her, mm-hmm. like in, I don't know, 2011 or something. So I dabbled in blogging and I was just like, I loved fitness. So I did think for a little while I might go down the exercise and fitness and wellness route. But then as I started, like, I guess, building my Instagram audience, which became my podcast listenership. Yeah. People were just like asking me more and more about online business and also Instagram marketing because I grew my following quite quickly to 10,000. So when people saw that, they were just like, can you teach me how to get 10,000 followers? And I was like, oh, you know, the whole, I'm not qualified. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. That all came to surface for me. And I was like, well, I'm just going to teach just the strategies that I have used to get to this point. I'm not going to pretend that I can teach you other things that I haven't done. I'm just going to stick with what I know. And then that's when the whole first Instagram course kind of came out of it. My audience was literally asking and saying, tell us when it'll be available. I'm going to buy it. So that's kind of how my first product was born. So you, Oh my gosh, we've taken 10 tangents. Oh, I know, but that's what we do here. (laughs) But you, you launched this thing when you launched the first Instagram course, were you still in your job at that point? No, Okay. So take me through it. Come on. I want to hear a juicy quitting story. Did you oh, like walk was... in and you like, F you, F you. No, I'm out. <laughs> That's so not your style. No, I'm like, so I not. love you and I quit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Almost. <Yeah>. No. <sighs> I was devastated. I felt like. You're afraid that your old boss is going to hear this episode. That's why you're. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. She, it's okay. okay. I hope that she does hear it. Yeah. Maybe things will change a bit. I was really hurt. I didn't want to let anyone down. Again, mm. it comes down to my whole, like, just wanting to be good, not wanting yep. to let anyone not down. Anyone down. Wow. And, but then my mental health was so bad. Like I had rashes. I'd lost wow. seven kilos. Like I'm a tiny, I'm a tiny woman. Um, I'm petite as it is, but I lost seven kilos, which I couldn't afford to lose. Yeah. All sorts of things were happening physically with my anxiety. So it got to a point where I was like, I can't go to work in that environment anymore. And I went to my doctor and I got put on a mental health plan and all of that. And he said, he's like, you need time away. You need time to get better, like to put this mental health plan fully into place. So he, yeah, he was amazing. He was so supportive and I had to go in and just have the brave conversation of this is what I'm feeling and this is what I need. And I asked for some time off. And when I did that, that wasn't received very well at all. That was like, I actually was given a choice of like, keep your job or have your time off. Keep your job. Yeah. Or or take your time off, but it will be forever. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a real horrible, horrible time. And so I got called selfish and all sorts of things. Well, because it sounds like they already had those pre-existing beliefs. And so anything you came to them with, they probably just throw, see, I told you, she's got other interests now. 
Yes. That's got to be tough. So that was really, really difficult, but it was a major, major growth opportunity for me, just on a personal level, even with boundaries. Am I just going to keep going somewhere and keep making myself be ill? And then like, I was a mom, like I did. It was affecting family and relationships. It was affecting friendships. I wasn't answering my phone. Like everything was triggering this anxiety. So I had to, I just said, okay, then I have to choose. I have to choose the bright, like I'm going, I have to go because I'm physically ill. Yeah. 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 So my business at that time was like my fuel. I just loved it. I was like, I think that made me just go like two feet in into my business and love it. And then it also connected me so much more with my audience. I was like, wow, like I found real great purpose in what I was doing. And that's when I realized that I'm actually not alone in this. Like a lot of women go through this when they return to work. Not everybody, but a lot of people do. So it's kind of helped me bring a voice to that side of things for people. This is awesome to hear. It's great. So thank you for for sharing this. Not that it's awesome that it happened, but at the same time, I'm curious. I always ask these weird questions. Usually I'm asking myself these types of questions, but when I have someone who will listen, I ask them. Do you do you feel like if you wouldn't have gone through that much of like anxiety that you could still be in that job today? Yes. Yeah. I feel like this was God's hand in saying this isn't the path for you. And because of, I know my personality so well, like it had to be like, it had to be painful. It had to bring a rock bottom. It had to be that messy for me to, to pay stop attention. Making, yeah, to pay attention. And for yeah. me to stop like making excuses and and just go. Mm-hmm. So just to that I thank you for saying So that. I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful are. for everything that went down and like I don't hold no. any grudges or anything of like that. Not. I'm kind of like, wow, okay, cool. Through these people, yes. I was able to do this. Yeah, so what is the big if I have to ask, like what is the big lesson or takeaway? that you have from that experience? Definitely following my intuition and and just paying attention. (laughs) Love that. And then like, I'm just curious, moving forward, what does that look like for you following your intuition? Like Like from today forward, what does that look like? I just ask my subconscious mind or higher self or whatever all the time, every day, Mm. like, what do I need to do today or who do I need to speak to today or what should I do next? And I pay attention. I I ask myself to get like wired in and like pay attention, whether it's through when I'm sleeping, like in dream state or whether it's like just every day while I'm like awake, I'm just paying attention. Like I never, if, if an email hits my inbox and it's someone introducing someone else I'm like hmm interesting like I just I ponder a bit more than what I used to I'm always looking for clues or little breadcrumbs or and it's not it's with very little effort as well like it's almost instantaneous it's just like hmm what's that oh it's like my brain is like my mind is just connecting dots permanently or just seeing things as opportunities things that other people may just go oh I don't have time for that or who's that person or you know or just a coincidence I, or yeah. Yeah. 
That is so awesome. I just feel more tapped in yes. to what's happening. Yes, because you're paying attention. Yeah. I love that. And I'm I hope- more more awake than yeah. I ever have been. Woke AF, Tracy Harris. <laughs> I'm going to get you that shirt. <laughs> yes. I'm going to get Carl the same one. <laughs> Maybe it's because I don't sleep. Like I'm still waking up in the night oh and feeding. It's gosh. been five and a half years. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe I literally am awake. Yeah, literally awake. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Is Carl oh. in the same wavelength as you? Does he think all of this is like, does he just roll his eyes at you sometimes or what? Where's he at? Oh no. He's totally into the mind stuff and... He was probably into it way before I was. Good for him. It's like it's like 10, 12, or oh, 12 years ago, he was like driving himself to work in his real shitty car that would break down, listening to Brian Tracy about how to, you know, like the 12 strategies or the 21s, whatevers. Yep. And he'd come home and he'd be like, oh my gosh, I just listened to this and then I implemented it at work in this situation and. I have results. This stuff works. And so, yeah, I don't know. And then, of course, like, we'd, like, do some of Tony Brevin's programs together, like two cute little newlyweds. And that was a date night to us. We're like, oh, let's do some Tony Robbins tonight. Oh, my gosh. I yeah, love it. I love it. That's so, so awesome. Yeah, we've always been in sync with this stuff. Yeah. Oh, and then we were like, let's do business by design together. Yeah, date night, next level <laughs> night. <laughs> That's adorable. That's adorable. I love that. Oh, so funny. It's date night with James. Wow. Yeah, so- let's watch module three together and get some popcorn. <laughs> I can't believe I'm being included on date night. I feel so special. Yeah, you don't third, even know. Third wheel over here. Oh my gosh. This is amazing. Well, first of all, Tracy, thank you. We got to hear a bit of your journey of launching a membership from nothing. Uh, in the last 365 days. So congratulations on a year of launching, on a year of this super successful membership. Here's to another 12 months of awesome growth. I'm so glad we got a little dose of a really good quitting story. It's a great story. It really (laughs) is. And I love that because there was so much there, especially just that whole theme of paying attention. What a great message to just, just like leave with people is like, are you paying attention? It's time to pay attention. And there are signs everywhere. Oh, for so long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's just a beautiful story. Before we wrap it up, any final thoughts? Anything else you'd like to share with maybe anybody out there who's tuning in? I just want to let everyone know, and like you're always sharing this message, James, that it's not your circumstances or anything outside of you that will determine success, whether you're a mom and you're working in 20 minute chunks of time, like I was like, nothing is impossible for you. Just be hardwired to find opportunities and to take full responsibility and make it work. Like get know what your reasons are and make those reasons be bigger than any possible fear or excuse that could come up along the way. That's my tip. I love it. Thank you, Tracy. We will, uh, (laughs) we'll link up your podcast, your website, the Instagrams. We'll put that all in the show notes. Anywhere else you want to have people check you out if they want to learn more about you. Thank you. I just love that you say Instagrams. I know. (laughs) 
the Instagrams and the you my. Sound like my old uncle. That's why. I, that's why I do it. The the my, the my books and the uh, the Twitter books and the face space. Oh yeah. Yeah, All so cool. You're so cool. I'm so cool. Oh my gosh. Hey, well, I'll be kind of near you soon. I'm going to Fiji. <gasps> I was checking out Fiji last night. Or maybe Bali. We just need some sun. Oh, yeah. Well, come on mm. over to Fiji. I'll be in the Motu for a week, starting in a week. Yeah, but that's a bit hardcore for me. The, no, the it surfing. is super hardcore. Like, yeah, crazy I'll just be surfing. tanning on the sand while you do that. <laughs> yeah. I'll, get, I'll, I'll do some Instagrams for you. Oh, good. You'll do my Instagrams. <laughs> good. Good on the interwebs. Yeah. Well, well, thank you, Tracy. I really appreciate you taking the time. And oh, thank you. Thank you as well to our listeners for tuning in, hearing this amazing story and journey that Tracy has shared with us today. And we'll see you all next time here on the Mind Your Business podcast. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is, this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate, and we can get started right now.